this week on Homo Superior. Take it from this angle. He could go in and go be like, I, if anyone knows how to murder children, it's me. So you <laughs> you guys should listen to me because I've done it I know firsthand. To, I know how to kill a kid, and therefore I know how to keep a kid alive. And I'm thinking about how to kill you all right now. Try to stop me. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> That's teaching. Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Cork is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Welcome to Homo Superior, where we choo-choo-choose you. Issue 271, I'm Kalen. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brent Wengate. This week, Rocket is sad, along with everyone else, that the Guardians of the Galaxy is ending in the newest increasingly spoilery trailer. Uh, We've cooked up some Valentine's games. Let's see if they work. Uh, We go to some X-Men polls in our new segment, Polaris. Uh, we got the start of X-Men, the animated series, season three. It's lame. And then we have a boatload of comic book issues. Stick around for the plugs, though, because we all know that's why you're really here. Uh, but first, let's do some housekeeping. Kalen, you want to keep some houses? No, but I will. Okay. I will. So uh, coming up in March, we've got our Mutant Madness. If you guys remember last year, we did a Mutant Madness bracket of the best X-Men storylines. We did it all month long. This time, we've got the best looks. We'll give you some more details next week, but we're really excited for it. That's going to be a lot of fun. Plus, we've got a review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, coming out Monday the 20th. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's a spoiler to say... We've got a lot. We got a lot of to, thoughts. We got on a it. lot to talk. So about. watch the movie this weekend. Yeah, yeah, and then come back and listen to the podcast. Support this insane mess of a movie. Yes. Well, <laughs> I thought you meant this insane mess of a podcast. <laughs> you, also support you know that too. Agreed. Yes. Support the Real Housewives of the Quantum Realm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into a preview review. A new trailer for the third Guardian of the Gal- Guardian of the Guardians of the Galaxy. If I don't write the S, I can't say it. Guardians. A new trailer for the third Guardians of the Galaxy movie and the last James Gunn MCU film came out during the Rihanna halftime show. The High Evolutionary gets some more time, and we learn his plan is to make uh, plastic surgery perfect. Um, is there anything about this trailer that makes you more excited, less excited? It seemed to be a little bit less jokey than the first one did. I mean, it's definitely they're uh, highlighting which characters are going to probably die off or like go off into the sunset. I mean, Drax very likely will. Well, I Drax think. isn't coming back. Yeah, clearly he's either going to piece off somewhere or die. Yeah, and be reunited with his family who were killed off by Thanos. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sure like Star Lord and Gamora probably will go off into the sunset. You know, maybe have a happy ending, and then it's like Raccoon would too with if Lady Lila is showing up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hope Ra- Woman. Oh yeah. Well, I hope I hope Rocket sticks around for whatever iteration. Of I the think Guardians it's, it's just gonna be Mantis. The next Guardians is just Mantis and, wandering around. Like and an idiot. um, <laughs> and uh, what's his name? The L- little puppy. What's the little puppy? Cosmo. 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 Why her, did I not know? Yeah. To her in this realm. Well, it's still cute. Um, <laughs> not too cute. Um, for... I do like that they're leaning into Rocket's uh, backstory. So I, I think. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll get a lot of heart. And also, young Rocket is so cute. It's yeah, it's so a, really really cute. I'm worried about that they're going to screw up Adam Warlock. I've said that before. I, I, I mean, love Adam they, Warlock. They, he basically, was, what they've said sounds like they're going to screw him up. He's yeah. not going to be anything close to what is in the comics, it feels like. So what, and he also he flies like Superman. If you're going to pitch Adam Warlock in, from the comics, uh, what would you say is his boo defining boo. characteristic? 
Uh, no, Clark got a Buddha Boo is right. Uh, no, it's, uh, um, I mean, Adam Warlock is, he's Thanos's opposite in some ways. Uh, he is, um, he wants he, to double the number of life forms. He, he really has. actually, you know what? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. He, he loves life that much. He's like procreate you motherfuckers. No, like he's just, he's a very spiritual, uh, entity. Um, and, uh, he's sort of aloof and very alien. And I feel they're gonna make uh, what's the actor's name who's playing Adam Warlock? What's his uh, name? Hot dude. I think that's it. Hot name. dude. Pa-pa-pa-pa. There's a P, right? There's a uh, P. There's a P. It's almost like we should be knowing who this person is. Uh, it's Warlock Adam is his name. Da- ah, Warlock comma Adam. News yeah. reporting. <laughs> God, we are first. so bad at this. Uh, but no, he. Uh, I, I feel like they're gonna make it super super jokey. It's gonna kind of basically fit in with the uh, aesthetic that James. Will Gunn. Poulter. I got Thank a P. you. I got Will that P in you, there? you got that P in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It'll be, it'll be what it'll be. I'm excited. I mean, we've finally seen Gamora for the first time. We didn't see it in any other previews, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So she's doing things. I did not like the, why don't you go flirt with my sister nonsense. What was that? It was, I mean, it's a joke on the fact that, oh, you had love in front of you the whole time. With with a completely acerbic woman who hates you. Uh, it was a cheap laugh. I don't know. It was know very cheap. It was very cheap. It was a very long cheap laugh too. Yeah. Maybe that's the only cheap laugh they've got in the film, and they just wanted to get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, that's probably it. You Good. believe that, really? Good. Yeah. No. Please. Okay. All right. All right. Let's move on to some Valentine's Gay business. Woo! All right. This is a little game called Let X Make a Date. It's really hard to say out loud. Oh. Love is in the air, and while Valentine's Day has come and gone like a Ryan Curl hookup. We thought it would be fun to play matchmaker with our mutant members of Krakoa. Can we make this relationship work? How does the first date go? Will they break up? These are all the kinds of relationship details you guys will tell us when you hear this random pairing of mutants. I've already pulled random pairs of mutants. Okay. And I want you to tell me any details. Is random one of them? Any the mutant de- name random? Any? Stop. I know what you said. I was trying to let you go. Uh I'm going to name a pair, and I want you to tell me literally any detail about their relationship that you can imagine. Okay. All right, first, uh, Glob, Herman, and Shark Girl, possibly the it couple from random pairings of background nobody gremlins. Glob is a paraffin wax human being, and Shark Girl is a were shark. I think they go to the beach. <laughs> Just in general? Yeah. Yeah. Probably a beach date. Um I don't think it would work because no. he would look too tasty to her. Yeah. He's got no. all those organs right there. Does she love gelatin? Like, does she love jello? She loves jello. Oh, yeah. Both of them have, Canonically, she loves jello. Both of them have too many body issues, and that's based on the comics. They both had too many body issues to be with yeah. each other. But maybe that's a no an attraction? No. Hmm. All right. Well, we, now I ship them. <laughs> yeah. We got to know. All right, moving on. It would feel good. With both of them. Anyway, continue. <laughs> it, it would feel good with a shark woman? Yeah. Holds everywhere. Now it's yeah. smooth, baby. That blowhole? You can slide right across. That's not just dol- what I'm doing. That's yeah. a dolphin, not a shark. Also, they go- have blowholes. No, they do. They? No, they have fins. No, like, they have, no, they they have, they have like, no, no, no. What, when I stick it in, that's what you I can sh- it. stick the it in the glue. We're not talking about your hookups. All right, keep going. Sharks have gills. And also, Glob Herman, I think, would be a good hookup because. Yeah. He can light himself on fire and then use himself as like but candle you, wax. You, you can't. Me time. He doesn't have an anus. Mm. No, I think everywhere. Is no, no, no. We can see. We can see but where everything's his anus because everything's just like goo. Yeah. 
Let's just goo. Can you just shove yourself into him? Sure. Yeah. It's Why uh, not? it's already there's lube already there. You don't even need to like buy any lube because lube is. Can expensive. he feel it? I hope so. I don't know. So you're just gonna come into like his shoulder, and and the, <laughs> and he feels that if he wants to. He doesn't have genitals. As long as there's. This consent. is gonna be a bad hookup. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Hope summers and storm, a future queen meeting up with the current one. I think they have no chemistry whatsoever. I, um, who would yeah, you I say? I don't see it. I don't see Hope's Hope and uh, Aurora. I, I could see, see them have g- going Hope on one Storm, date. Hope and Storm, is that what you said? That's I can, what Brent said, yeah. I can oh, see, no. I can kind of see them going on a date, and but like it's sort of like a DC date where they're like trying to one-up each other. Like, well, I'm a savior. Like, well, I'm a queen. Well, I'm a... And it's like one of those dates. Well, I'm like, from the future. Well, I rule the future. How old yeah. is she? Hope or Aurora? Well, Hope. I assume over eighteen. Maybe there's like eighteen hundred. She's on the Quiet old. Council now. Oh, oh it, it says it no. says here the age appropriate Hope Summers and Storm. No, I'm, I'm so. skipping whatever this might be. Okay. I I I like the idea of Storm having a same sex relationship because I think she's canonically bi or pan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Hope I don't think is the right match because she hates redheads. Next, Magneto and Beast. One is a villain turned antihero, and the other is a walking "Am I the asshole?" Reddit thread. They probably go to a museum together. <laughs> <laughs> Natural history. Yes, they could see all the genocides they created. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I can see their date being like Magneto just rushes through a museum, and Beast wants to sit and like read every single like exhibit. Yeah, because you know that's never gonna work. Yeah, that's fair. I definitely think on a date, I think Magneto would get sick of Beast before Beast got sick of Beast. Magneto would have Beast would left never and, get sick of Beast. Yeah, yeah Beast he would. He's just the kind of person talking. who just says like, "Well, actually," and never asks a follow up question yeah. about Magneto. Yeah, like he'll be commenting on a like a art piece, and then Magneto will walk away, and he'll still be talking for like a good hour. I think Magneto's still hugging up on Charles, and he keeps talking about Charles, his tr- one true love. And Beast is just like rebound. Do you think the date actually ends when they both admit that they're a top? Oh yeah, I'll do it. You think I'll do it? Top? <laughs> mm. Um, all right, moving on. Magic and Emma Frost. Into it. From one cold blonde to another, these girls uh, prove that blondes have more sense of self-worth. They sit down at the dinner table for five seconds, and then they say, do you want to go have sex? And then they immediately leave to go have sex, and they never go to dinner. They like If they're ever not on a panel together, they're fucking they are having sex. They're fucking, yeah. yeah. They're having sex at the Hellfire Club, in limbo. Yeah. Everywhere they fuck, yeah. they fuck like a true friend with benefits type scenario. What do you? Okay, so Emma orders a martini. I think that's her drink. What do you think Magic orders on their date? Um, Some, cut? I imagine something in a huge stein or a flagon. Just yeah, just like a skull with blood in it. Yeah, I don't think she fucking cares. <laughs> I had yeah. one of those in Mexico yeah. City. It was mezcal. It was Sounds delicious. Delish. There was yeah. blood in it. Sure, why not? Hmm? All right. Uh, Blink and bling. One can disappear from a room in an instant, and the other can disappear from comics for years. Is this the good bling or the bad bling? The good bling. Okay, so the one from the Age of Apocalypse. Blink. The good blink. Blink and That's bling. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. both. They're, yeah. they're good ones. Uh, There's only one blink. Sure. Why not? I feel like they would scissor the night away, right? Uh, yeah. They could teleport from uh, place to place, you know? No, yeah. I don't think... No. You no, the good so? blink would would stand her up. Well, what day do you think they would go on? Maybe the bad blink would bad bad blink would not say that twelve times fast. Uh, good blink doesn't have time for someone that young. 
Yeah. Mm. We're back to the age again. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, age isn't going to be an issue here. It's Richter and Brew. I don't know what to uh, make with this I, one. You know but I, I think I, I, I think Brew is too young. <laughs> but he's also the king of the brood. Yeah. He's the, ki- the child king of the brood. The boy king. We know that Richter loves a good king. So. Oh, if he's got you got a king egg inside you or you're a eight hey, foot tall blue man. Don't king shame him. Yeah. Uh, uh I think okay, so we know that Richter is a sub bottom and he's looking for some kind of uh monarch esque individual to dominate him. That's why he was so hung up on Apocalypse. Yeah. I think he would be I think he would definitely stand Brew. I yeah, and I think uh Brew is a short top with a Oh yeah. Thousand percent, big Short old game. thing, and he Short loves game. orgies. Yeah. He loves billion brood orgies. Yeah, put your broods in me. Put your eggs in me. Yeah, hey, I, I want to see them explode on your chest. Yeah. Can I explode on your chest? I've got some other. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've got some other brood top friends that want to come over. That cool. Yeah, <laughs> but they're all women. They're all women though. They're power top women though. Yeah, they'll still top you. Yeah. 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 All right, that's it. That's okay. That, okay. Sure. I don't know. Happy Valentine's that, Day. Yeah. I, that's. I thought that would be enough for the audience. <laughs> Let's move on to some Polaris. Polaris. It is our new segment we started just a couple weeks ago. It's where I, Kaylin, on Twitter, ask all of you uh, what you think about various wow. things. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. okay. Where we? Should we sorry. Yeah. Should we leave for this yeah. part? Or? <laughs> I like. I wish to be you would. Called Pull R Us. Pull R Us, like yeah. the Toys yeah. R Us. Okay, with the R is backwards. Oh, I don't like A. I don't like saying Polaris. It sounds disgusting. Even Pol- though that's her real name. Polaris. Yeah, I hate Polaris. it. Polaris. Okay, no, no, well. Kaylin, talk about your single contribution. Um, singular contribution. Sorry. My single payer contribution. <laughs> so this week, we asked all of you which of the Phase 5 MCU movies that are coming out this year are you most looking forward to. Uh, of course, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, which came out this week. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which we talked about the trailer just a few minutes ago. That's coming out in May. And then later in the summer, it's The Marvels, which is a sequel to both Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel, the show on Disney+. And then we gave you a fourth option, more like MCU or MCU. Yeah, MCU. I said it right. Um, sort of a joke. It's sort of a joke, you know, but it's not really a ha-ha joke. It's more of like a ha huh joke. So most of you picked, uh, you're looking forward to the Marvels, and quite honestly, that's what I'm looking forward to most as well. I don't know, about, what do you guys think? I would have said Marvels until I saw this trailer of for Guardians, I think. You're most, I, you're more, you're I mean, more, one is tangible versus just a thing. You have you you've seen the poster that was just released for the Marvels. Now is it rebalanced back in the Marvels? No, oh. he's got to see a trailer. Yeah. Um, I would say uh, I'm also looking f- uh, forward to the Marvels the most, but it's because we know so little and Quantumania I just saw and I didn't like it. You like um, a good mystery, and uh, and then I think Guardians of the Galaxy. It seems too much of the same formula. I feel like something new is going to happen with the Marvels. Yeah, there's just too much mystery around it as well. I I just like how they're bringing the the Newman storyline with and they're tying it in with Raccoon Rocky Raccoon storyline and the Guardians for Guardians. Yeah, Yeah, so I'm assumingly that that is a good high uh, high high evolutionary is going to do his animal shit, but with the um, loonies at the. I'm most excited to see Quantumania again. (laughs) <laughs> but boy, you oh quantum boy. maniac yeah, you for can't, free. You can't believe it as you're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> more, more on our thoughts. Wow, is that up. is what this movie 
is. Tales yeah. to astonish. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely looking. Like I said, I'm looking forward to the Marvels the most, mostly because I think Kamala Khan is like the best new addition to Marvel. I yeah. just love her so much. Well, Kaylin, spill the beans. What did the audience think? Uh, the they already Marvels. said. Well, the that was all of them. Oh, I, th- I didn't. Uh, know the the majority was the Marvels, and then second. I'm surprised. I think this audience that maybe listens to us or follows yeah. us, I think they're a more. Um, I think the general public probably wouldn't. We have a sampling problem because the general audience, I would have bet, would pick Guardians of the Galaxy. Correct. There's only seven people voting, by the way. This is more than that. It's Twitter. And Twitter is not real life, as we know. Otherwise, we'd know that Laura is the most popular Wolverine when we know it's really Logan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so our fans are better. They are better. Heck yeah. All right. Let's move on to MCU Next TV. Is that me? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Boom. MCU Next TV is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. This week, we are starting off X-Men the Animated Series uh, Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2 out of the past. We are trying to get as many of these uh, animated series d- episodes done before this fall when uh, X-Men the Animated Series 97 comes out. Uh, all right. And this... Two-part episode, Wolverine comes face-to-face with a former lover, uh, Yuriko, who has turned into the villainous Lady Deathstrike and is working with the Reavers. They're just robots. Ha-ha. You can just kill them. It doesn't matter if they're sentient. Cyborgs. Uh, In the confrontation, they accidentally release the spirit drinker. Um, What did you guys think of uh, the Ghostbusters sidekick being the villain? Ooh, bitch. That What's his name? Ecto Slimer. 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 Yeah. Slimer was great. I love Slimer. That electric Furby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, weird. Okay, can I just say something about Lady Deathstrike? When I was very young, I thought that her hair was red because she has that weird helmet thing. Oh, oh that's fair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, but she's Asian. How can she have red hair? And then I realized, oh, you, of course you can have red hair as an Asian person. And also you learn what dyeing your hair was. Yeah, well. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, he didn't learn that. <laughs> no, I didn't. As I look at Clark, who's blonde right now. Lady Deathstrike has always bothered me because the claws come directly out of her fingers oh and you're like get a manicure bitch well i'm for me it's like using the force yeah like, it's not as strong like you can like gently grasp at things yeah with your fingers i know she's a mutant has super strength but it's adamantium is it? she's not a mutant no she's not a mutant excuse me yeah she's just they just fused adamantium into her they also gotcha. just fused two different characters together in this case yeah that, that they that did. is true yeah that's fucked up uh it's a mashup uh so also when i was a kid i thought the reavers looked so cool and then i realized oh they're actually terrible villains they're oh, really yeah. kind of boring <laughs> i like the guy that has like a tank body and just like the nor- like a human uh, tank top you mean tank top <laughs> yeah that guy was <laughs> rolling around the sewers Perfectly fine. I, logistically, with like treadmills. Yeah, logistically, some of that. There's dirt. just like shitting, <laughs> just shitting spray. Yeah, spray where does shit he shit everywhere? That's a good point. Where does he shit? I don't know. Is his leg? Are, are his legs? Just um, something that's not even that I liked about this. These two episodes. Uh, I like those cummy nets that came out. Those cummy, cummy, cummy nets. Cummy nets. Yeah. <laughs> the and then just made you go on the wall, kind of yeah, like Spider Man esque. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed um, that they were playing basketball instead of baseball. Yeah. Um, real statement for the 90s because the X-Men notoriously love fucking baseball so much. Yeah. How big of a loser is Wolverine, though, mm-hmm. that he's not winning, so he stabs the fucking ball? He's like, a- bitch, you know your claws are not allowed. That tracks, though. Yeah. Yeah, he sucks. What yeah. a baby. How how glistening was Gambit, though? Uh, Gambit's so always wet. shiny. Right. 
Also, he oh, just, sure. you know, he's he just, waxed. he's got a little funk to him, but you're kind of into it. Well, he definitely shaves too, because you know, he's kind of hairy. Sorry. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he just wants to stubble across his whole body. <laughs> I, uh, I would say this is a good start for this season because this season's pretty epic. We've got, you know, we've got the Phoenix Saga coming up. We've got the Dark Phoenix Saga. This is a good way to like kind of bring in the Shi'ar, uh, you know, through this like weird alien Slimer Ghostbuster not dupe thing. Um, yeah. Why is Lady Deathstrike so mad at Wolverine? Because she like because he, he left. didn't come back to see that her. That is so outrageous. Even though he was mind controlled at the time, so Correct. like just shut it just up. Seems so Whoops! Outrageous. I'm sorry that I was my life was ruined. She also was very upset her. that uh, he uh, ruined her father's career. Oh yeah, she was <laughs> just like, do you know who my father no- is? He did nothing wrong to you. I mean, and Wolverine's like, ching 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 ching. I've got knives in my arms. What are you talking about? He did nothing the wrong. Fuck yeah. yeah. Um, she, she and during her rant, I was like, okay, now we're gonna get the explanation. And it's just like, I was so mad at you when you left, and then and then the Reavers gave me the answer I needed to like to what I needed to become. Become a cyborg. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh sure, I'm it's mad so, at you. Give me cyborg. I could have become a cyborg. And you're like, it's so outrageous. I don't yep. know why. The Reavers to me feel like a a villain that. They could be so much better. Like, oh, yeah, we believe that the only way to improve ourselves is by augmenting ourselves with all these mechanical stuff and and becoming replaceable parts and killing the mutants. Like, what is my identity? It doesn't matter. I can just become a machine. And then... What is my purpose? Your purpose is to pass butter. Oh, fuck. They put treadmills on my legs. (laughs) (laughs) Which one of them actually turned her into what she became? Like the twink one or the... I'm gonna say the twink one. Yeah, I twink think it was he's a, a demon twink. Pretty also, boy. she went into the Captain America like thing, like chamber thing to become. Oh yeah, super soldier same thing. thing. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, also, are they Australian? Uh, no, the ones that talked a lot were Australian. Well, uh, I always think they're I think Australian because they, just cause made, they were... her, made them Australian. Yeah, because of the cyborg technology. <laughs> well, it's very, it's very. It's all from Australia. <laughs> it's very Mad just Max. Broken down pieces of shit. That's why the, the technology sucks. Well, that's what. Sorry, Australia. Well, that's what Claremont was. I mean, Claremont was riffing off like you know sci-fi movies in the seventies and eighties, and so when. Uh, the X-Men were in the Outback, it's like he wanted to redo Mad Max type stuff. That's what the Reavers were. So, of course, they have kind of like this weird Australian accent. Blimey. Blimey. Put a shrimp on the bobby. I like two of them were from the Hellfire Club. Donald Pierce was one of them. No, no, no. I'm talking about the the ones with the helmets on. Oh, yeah. Oh, and like Wolverine Wolverine fucked them up during during the Dark Phoenix saga. Uh, Cole. That's it. Um, uh, I, I do. Do you guys think it was stupid? As soon as they got sucked up, like they immediately just started yelling, like like ghouls, being like, "Help me!" I'm like, "Is that what, all they can what, say?" What would you want them to say? Hey, I. Th- it's uncomfortable in here. <laughs> can you help? Very rational. <laughs> <Can you> help? <laughs> uh, 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 excuse me, I don't mean to bother you, but uh, <laughs> is there anything I can do on my end to assist you, Wolverine? Because yeah. you seem to be doing. Please a lot. advise. <laughs> <laughs> it was Reese and Cole, so I was Re- right with my Cole. Cole, 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 Cole. Yeah. yeah. So this, so this season, season three, is the one where obviously Phoenix Saga happens, and uh, Dark Phoenix is it this does one. Too, right? yeah. So this is long. Is the, this six... is these are really big chunks of episodes. Oh together. yeah. And this one didn't need to be a two-parter. No. No, 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 no. Very decompressed. It could have been very much done in 20 I minutes. I got decompressed after I watched it. 
<laughs> what? what? I don't know. The, I'm uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Please advise. Um, now it's time to do other stuff, and that other stuff has it's a name. N- it's not news. We're not doing news anymore. What is we it? We stopped. It's We're never old. doing it again. No, it's just called a news, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the upcoming MCU Deadpool 3 movie has cast Emma Corrin, who goes by she, her, and they, them, who played Princess Diana in season four of The Crown. As the currently unknown villain, Deadpool doesn't have regular female villains unless you count um, Bloody Mary and Copycat, who both raped him, and Shikla, oh. who cuckolded him with Werewolf by Night a bunch when they got married. Any ideas as to who this is going to be? Um, a non-Deadpool villain? I don't know. I don't know. They pull fucking anyone out for like a, like a Deadpool so I don't it's know. Emma Frost. She's playing Emma Frost. Surprise! <laughs> she's also a villain. We're gonna ruin her. And no, it's Saturn. It's it's Saturn. Saturn nine. Saturn nine. Saturn. Saturn. Saturn's is what it is. <laughs> yeah, Saturn. So they'll go to other world, and you know that'll be the oh plot God, of Deadpool please three. Not any of that. I was trying to look up who it might. I don't. I, there's no style aesthetic that sort of fits this person. No. So I don't. Hmm. Did you have anyone in theory? No. You know all the stupidest characters. <laughs> wow. Zombie Princess Diana. Oh, I love. Actually, it is much like from Ecstatics. Yeah. yeah, they did. Well, they couldn't use her, so they used like the princess or something like that. Anyone from Ecstatics would be perfect for. Well, Deadpool. they hadn't. Yeah, Deadpool course, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had what's his name? Uh, vomit, the vomit, vomit face. Yeah. Vomit face. Yeah, they had. Vi- <laughs> That's vi- basically what his name. Not Vivisector. They had uh, not Zealot. What was his name? I don't fucking remember now. Orphan Maker. Yep. No, that's Reporting the news here. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Meanwhile, in other MCU news, Patrick Stewart says that he and Ian McKellen are not done with the X-Men yet. And I I mean, why? Give but up I the said, ghost. I said Secret War cameos. How else can they be used? And it, why else can they be used? It'll be Secret Wars. Let them sleep. Let them fucking sleep. I know that, like, well, they Patrick want Stewart's the busy work. with Picard season three. And no. Ian McKellen just needs to be a homosexual. He finished it. Well, sure. I just, I don't, I don't want any more of this Fox nonsense. I know. I rewatching. I love them, and they're great in these roles. But we've seen it. Yeah. Rewatching Multiverse of Madness when we saw, you know, when I, the cameo of Patrick Stewart and John Krasinski as Reed Richards, I was like, this is such a chintzy scene. Yeah. I didn't love it the first time, but I was like, I'll go along with it, and it was like fun with an audience. But watching it at home. I was like, this is bad. I this is bad fan service, and I don't want this anymore. But they're Maybe? gonna. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Clark. They're gonna bring up both versions of. Oh, of, Michael of Fassbender. Mag- yeah, exactly. They'll bring, probably, they'll bring all yeah. four of them James together McAvoy. at some point during Secret Wars. They're, and they'll then, all have cameos, and then they'll all die, and then we'll have two new ones show and then up we'll in the eventually, next. Eventually, but we'll all be sixty-five when that happens. When they finally reboot them. What if they meant? But Ian McKellen <laughs> will still be the same age. Yeah. <laughs> what if What if Patrick Stewart meant that? He's gonna be writing X Men comics. Oh, bitch! Can you imagine? <laughs> he sure. I'll give they, that a go. They let, they let people write a guest, but comic. like Magneto's day to day, he's like, right. They do that. Yeah, sure. I have why, no. Why are you making that face? Like I'm that was just, an insane thing to suggest. I'm not. I'm just smiling. Yeah, right. <laughs> Patronizing smile. Why been, can't I smile at you, Brent? You're my friend. I don't know. Can you smile at me rather than smugly smirk? <laughs> That's how I smile. Clark, give me some more of that news. I guess there's some more news. It's news. What? It's in in MCU's Thunderbolts. Um, Harrison Ford's General Thunderbolt Ross, as who's he was replacing because the other one's dead, is going to be the president of the United States, mm-hmm. and Thunderbolt Ross is going to be. The one in charge of leading and creating the Thunderbolts, and Bucky will be in charge of being the in charge of being in charge of the Thunderbolts. Yeah, so, lot, I didn't write lot, all that lot, down. Lot, I just kept saying. I think it. the a only lot of thing, bosses. The only thing that's news there, I think, is actually that Bucky will be yeah. heading the team, which yeah. 
if you had watched any of the properties, you would have guessed. So, Probably. Well, everyone kept saying it was going to be um, Black Widow. Black Widow, but that doesn't make sense. No. The president of the United States is not going to be like, all right, fine, Russian. You'll be in charge yeah. of my super team. <laughs> that would if it great. was Donald Trump, it would be. Let's pick the war criminal. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it was Donald Trump, it would be. Yeah. And also, in comics, Bucky has thrown together some teams before. So he's, that, he's led the Thunderbolts, like some incarnation, for yeah. sure. Um, it wasn't yeah. a good run. Well, I mean, it was this, not. They're it definitely. Not. I mean, we've we both uh, predicted this before that like they're going to recreate the Dark Reign storyline, of course. Uh, but they won't have Norman Osborn because he doesn't really exist in this universe. Uh, so they will have Thunderbolt Ross, as played by Harrison Ford, playing that role and kind of recreating like a darker version of the Avengers vis-a-vis -vis the Thunderbolts. Full on. I think he will. I want him to, to be. play him as a. I've I think I, I don't really see the, the actor as a villain very often. Harrison Ford wants to picture, not, Harrison Ford wants what to lies not just be the good guy though. I think now. And what lies beneath with Michelle Pfeiffer? That's true. I he guess. was a bad guy. I, I imagine Spoiler like a, a, movie a Robert Redford style style villain. Yeah. Like, oh. oh, I'm doing this for your own good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's probably the angle. Yeah, and like Valentina as well. Yeah. 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 Finally, MCU-wise, uh, redhead Sadie Sink, who plays Max in Stranger Things, is in talks to join the MCU as teenage character number 361. <laughs> who do you want her to be? Vision's daughter, Viv. That's the correct answer. No, I don't want that, because finally they're casting a redhead. I want her to play a redheaded character. Who do you want her to play? I, I don't care who she is, just as long as we finally have an actress who's redheaded. Hope Summers. And we're going to turn her brown again, brunette again, just like we did with... um. On it, honestly, what it could be an actual Mew, and like they are introducing them slowly, so like maybe we actually young Jean Grey. I actually don't hate that. I don't hate that. I think she would actually be all right. She's got that kind of like plucky attitude, plucky like demeanor. Yeah, and yeah, and it would be a different take on it because uh, Jean's been so whiny in all the movies over the years. She I want her been. to take over being Black Widow from She's like, oh, she comes in and she's like, oh, I'm Hawkeye now. Yeah. <laughs> she just tries to take s someone else's job. I, I'm i just so done with all these young Avengers. <laughs> I am over, over, over it. Put a team like together or don't. I know. Stop teasing us. You big tease. Yeah. She could be like Firestar or somebody. Oh, that could be fun. Yeah, that could kind of like a not X Men, but an X Men thing. Of course, the first mutant they bring in will be Firestar, and I want to well, no, kill the myself. The first mutant they're bringing in is Mar Ms. Marvel. Well, that's true, but uh, and Namor, Namor, as he says Namor. in the movie, is yeah. also a mutant. Yeah, that's upsetting. Yeah. Any other news? Yeah, the final bit is is in a Amazon slash Sony exciting Spider Man Noir is going to be the new the next property that they're going to do Spider Man related. And for some reason, they decided he's not going to be Peter Parker. He's going to be somebody being Spider-Man Noir in a live-action version of a character that showed up in 2009. Is it what, like Jeffrey Parker? Like, what do you mean? Like, just I don't know. It literally, it could be any freaking buddy now. So uh, it's just a noir thing. It's like, a noir. It's like a pulpy type, like shadow-esque, like type character. Wasn't it? Multiple studios were trying to actually get the rights to it too. Or is that it's Amazon thing? and Sony? Yeah. Yeah. What? What do you mean multiple studios? did two different things we're trying to produce it anyway oh i don't know sony's has the deal with amazon so i imagine that's the only one they were allowing to be i don't i don't understand tv I, shows i don't understand how it, like spider-man noir is like a good cameo it's a good like cu couple of issues of a comic 
you know, it's like, oh, look, Spider-Man in the 1930s and all black and white, yeah. you know, like, and it's, it's interesting. played off of Correct. Spider-Man. Correct, yeah, yeah like, That's making a whole fucking, sense. like, series around it makes no sense to me. I think that you'd have cool. uh, if you're doing a live-action version, to me, it seems like you have to have a really interesting idea behind it in order to pitch and sell it. I, I don't know that, I don't think that it'd be kind of like the same as a CW-type show where you're just kind of pitching the general story of... You know, this we all know this character, and we're just yeah. going to tell all the points that they hit in the comics. That this, I think, has a lot of potential to be something fun and very different. If he says, I'm Spider Man Noir, and all I love to do is drink egg creams and fight Nazis, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> Every I just, second. And it won't do it, but I want it to be like Werewolf by Night, where it's all black and white, and black and white that looks stylized and correct. That yeah. would be time cool. period instead of Yeah, just like, a, like a like sort of like Maltese like, Falcon hey, or something like did that. did this, and it's just starkly horrible looking black and white. I need, him, I need him to actually interact with the larger Spider-Man world, though. I don't want just him like... Taking down gangsters like Batman's old gangsters from his animated series. Oh, uh, you want you like, want I like, need I need like you want like a Doctor Octopus Noir, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Noir. I, I, I want a greater guy has I want a greater world of Spider Man. A steampunk Doc Ock. Ooh, yeah, so him yeah. already. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for issues. So the issues are a weekly recap of all things X, and this week we've got well, it's this week and last week since we took last week off. We've got Storm and the Brotherhood of Mutants number one, Nightcrawlers number one, Captain Marvel uh, number 46, uh, X-Men number 19, Marauders 11, and Wolverine number 30. Uh, so let's start with the Sins of Sinister. So we we reviewed, or you guys reviewed because I wasn't on this one, Sins, Sins of Sinister number one, and now we've had both Storm and the Brotherhood, which is uh, by uh, Al Ewing and Paco Medina, uh, as well as Nightcrawlers number one by Simon Spurrier, also drawn by Paco Medina, come out. Um, what do you what do you guys think thus far of what's what's going on, Ryan? Well, first and foremost, Caitlin, I would like you to speak on why you don't like Sins of Sinister. I don't. It's not that I briefly. Oh, wow! <laughs> put me on the spot. <laughs> I, briefly, I've never been first, brief in my first, life. First, Caitlin, I'd like you to speak on why you don't like Sins of Sinister quietly to yourself <laughs> <laughs> in the other room. In the other room, in another state. Uh. I, it's not that I dislike it. It's just I was so excited for it. You're talking like a friend that you do dislike, but pretending not no, because no, they're a mutual Sins of Sinister is nice. No, they're not. Nice. Like, no, they're, no, like they're great. It's they're... just like not my. People. It's not my. Yeah. yeah. No, I had a lot of like. I was really hyped up for it. Uh, I love alternate realities. Uh, I think this. Um, the writers on it, like Al Ewing, Kieran Gillen, uh, Cy Spurrier, are three of the best X writers right now. So. I've just been a little bit underwhelmed. I, I don't think it's bad. I'm just like not as invested in it, specifically with Sins of Sinister number one, and then even Storm of the Brotherhood of Mutants, the one that I was looking forward to the most. Nightcrawlers number one, I actually thought was excellent. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to hear y'all's thoughts on start, this. Start with uh, Storm in the Brotherhood. What do you think? Um, it just was like, it felt, it felt like the plot was zipping along too much, and maybe it's like, because... It's there each. It's three issues, right? Each of those uh, of yeah. the miniseries. So issue one is ten years in the future. Issue two is hundred years in the future. Issue three is a thousand years in the future. Kind of like evoking powers of ten. Uh, back when Hickman did that about four years ago, I I felt like the plot was moving along just too quickly. It was like just zipping along to get from point A to point B, and Ewing's strengths like weren't coming through for me. So maybe the next issues will be better. The w- way I view this. I'm very much enjoying it, but it, it I understand, I agree that it does feel a little bit close to being too fast. The thing I like is that it feels like 
chess pieces are being moved on a board and that if the entirety of this storyline feels like the storm of the brotherhood of mutants we've got a problem yeah the fact that the first segment is a little bit quicker to make sure that you understand what the current status quo is Sunspot's dead. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> Mar- Mars is gone. I feel like the reason Storm and the Brotherhood is so fast is that they need that. This is what happened in 10 years so that Nightcrawlers didn't do that at all. It was just like, here's what's going on. Right. If they switched the other way around, Nightcrawlers would have had to do the, this is what's happened in the last 10 years thing. And yeah. That may be the reason why. Maybe the next uh, issues, I Hopefully like the them a lot more. Them. Yeah, exactly. He, here's why I like it. I think this team, um, a lot of times with these, like, maybe distant futures or alternate realities. I don't give a flying fuck about the, t- the team. <laughs> I think they're stupid. I'm like, why is Nightcrawler's tail on his arm or whatever? Like they always look stupid and different for no fucking reason. <laughs> and like a, b- a chimera, someone that died 20 years ago is a main character. Like half the time, the teams are so random that they seem so stupid with this team. I actually feel kinship with him, even though there's only one real character that we you don't know. Nightcrawlers? No, uh, for Storm and the Brotherhood. Brotherhood. I, I like this team because Storm does feel like we still have a piece of the original Marvel Universe. She never died. I I feel like sometimes when you do these alternate reality stories, you just feel lost and you feel like there's no tether back to where we all began. You need, you need a, yeah, you and need so a grounding character. I and agree with that. a lot of these teams are still around from back then, except this new character, which is kind of intriguing. I, I, think I that's like how, him. Yeah, yeah. Iron Fire. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But that's why I'm. I am enjoying this. And maybe she's gonna die, but she's. Gonna be- <laughs> I will say visually, I really like what they've done with Storm. Is like she looks like Magneto, and it's she's like honoring him and paying homage to him because they got so close uh, right before he died during um, uh, during Axe, yeah. and so like you know like. Uh, it's almost like the Age of Apocalypse Magneto, like with the, you know, remember like that kind of the ring, like the like the almost necklace looking thing around his neck. Oh, yeah, totally. And then the helmet is very Magneto-esque as well. Um, but with, the, you know, her gorgeous hair coming out of it. What do you think about the mystique and um, destiny of it all? Uh, I mean, I'm glad that they're like double, triple, quadruple agents, you know, just playing it for themselves. That's very much in character. That makes a lot of sense to me. And then Destiny, of course, has... Um, uh, an alliance with the uh, Spade, Mister Sinister, you know, uh, Stellaris or whatever his name Sorbus is. Sorbus Stellaris. Yeah. Stupid. I was happy because I don't like the two of them. So now that they can play villains, I'm fine with me not being requested to support them. There you go. Sinister being a little bitch that he is, like he he combined two of the probably most hated characters together in a run of Marrow and Maggot together. <laughs> people <laughs> people hate these characters, and they're like together. So these stupid bones will eat you. Yeah. They like, either hate them or no... they love them. Yeah. Have you met like Maggot stands? They're nuts. I know, and, and I'm one of them. <clears throat> no, I'm a nut. Honestly, I love I love Maggot too, and I also I I love Marrow as well. I do too. Let's talk about a million Nightcrawlers. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Agreed. Let's talk. What do you think about Nightcrawler? All right, so Nightcrawler's number one by Simon Spurrier and Paco Medina. Uh, Basically, you have your first meeting of the three non-diamond sinisters. And uh, we learned that Mother Righteous has been, uh, has undone a spell done by the other sinisters to stop Diamond Sinister from being able to make all of the different kind of chimeras that he wanted to. Yeah. Out of Nightcrawler. Out of Nightcrawler. Right. So there's now a team of Nightcrawler-like assassins that have his genetic inclination t- toward the spark so that they can be, uh, you know, 
they can fall prey to the spirit of vengeance. Vengeance scream. What's it called? The vengeance scream? Is it the vengeance scream? I don't scream? know, but they reference it a lot. Is it penance? I don't know. He uses that word every once in a while. I... Go ahead. I want yeah. them all to have like Nightcrawler's like sexual proclivities. You know, he's he's a very he's, he's a horny he's a just, horny yeah, boy. I just want them to be all sorts of horny together. Yeah. but they're all just fucking. So yeah. like Wallcrawler and uh, well, Wallcrawler's a corpse now. Well, they got you know, he still got needs. Uh, Wagnerine, just fucking. Yeah, why not? Uh, Is Stasis fully dead? Do you think? Does Stasis wear underwear? Does, yeah. Is he just naked? Yeah, that, <laughs> who's asking that question? That's what I wanted yeah. to know. He's just like he's got like. Is in this the darkness. dick like a club? His crotch is in the darkness of his his. But orb. he's like one of the four. It's so weird that they just murdered him right away. Oh, oh stasis. So, I, I meant I meant um Orbis. Orbis Galaris. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, Orbis Galaris is naked as fuck. He is yeah. nude. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Um, well, it's because um he, he whatchamacallit's not used by any of these writers. Oh, okay, could be, yeah. I mean, all we know based on, oh, hey, spoilers, but not really, um, based on all the solicitations that all four of them are fine in the present day. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, there's no way that they killed him off. Stasis makes sense to die. He does seem like the weakest of those I mean, sinister creatures. He just I mean, makes a fucked up animal thing. I mean, yeah. Cyclops almost took him down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. But <laughs> but what makes him... sewer. And he didn't even have treadmills yeah. on his feet. What makes him interesting <laughs> is the fact that he's working with Orcus. You know, so like you have like one sinister that's ostensibly working with the mutants to try to advance mutant kind in his own weird way. One that's working against him, I think, is an interesting idea. Yeah. Uh, I will say... all dead in this universe. Th- well, that's true. Um... The uh, I will say with Nightcrawlers, what I really liked about it, Sysperger is a very good writer. My frustration with him in Legion of X and even Way of X before that is he gives us too much in every issue that like I have. <laughs> she do, she do. I just have like cognitive dissonance. Wait, sometimes. And this one too? No, no, this one. Was I was going to say this is yeah, they, finally that's why one that. That's why like, I like it. Yeah. Reminded me how much I liked Legion. Yeah. Yes. Or, uh, very, whatever. Very like, true. Whatever the fuck they call and it. X Men Legacy. Yes. I think there was more. There was probably there weren't more two goddamn time, never any storylines. There was probably more time to plan this very these very big mm-hmm. issues, and I think a lot of the writers are getting ha, are being told to condense their stories, so they're th- throwing in a whole bunch. Yeah. Were you excited to discover that the little orbs floating around Mother Righteous were? Pictures of instruments of the gods, isn't oh, that yeah, fun? It's like I, I, the Amagato. It's like a, it's like a advent calendar for <laughs> mystical objects in the MCU. So many MacGuffins we're going to figure out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. I, but I love like I the mystic, the mystical shit like coming in uh, makes a lot of sense. To I me. do love the idea of one rogue sinister being obsessed with like doing magic as yeah. opposed to the yeah, science. I, yeah, it gets into science. Yeah, they should have all been into something. Like one should have been into like uh, the arts, like acting. arts and crafts. Or like, yeah, like loves Lisa Frank, like binders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so stupid. All right, let's move on. Let's go on to the Revenge of the Brood. We had two issues uh, this week. Actually, one of them was supposed to come out last week, but it came out this week. It's X-Men number 19 by Jerry Duggan and Stefano Casali. And then Captain Marvel number 46, Kelly Thompson and Javier Pina. I what I like about both of, of these is it's kind of telling a similar story but from different angles. So it's not quite a crossover yet. It's just sort of like Rashomoning kind of the storyline uh, where this brood is happening. Yeah. And then the uh, in X Men when you had Talon, love that code name by the way, like old woman Laura, mm-hmm. uh, and Sync basically helping Corsair while Cyclops couldn't look. That was some creepy fucking body well, horror, y'all. I wouldn't want to see my father being torn open and a creature inside Speak of him. Speak for yourself. No. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. But it was still a very unsettling scene. I wanted to like the storyline 
because I didn't like the car- I didn't really like the writing of the Captain Marvel part of it going up to it. I thought, oh, good, they're going to bring them together. Maybe it'll lift the story up to something interesting. I kind of agree. I yeah. feel like one was still good. I quite like the X Men one, but the other one, the one that's the main plot line for what's going on, was subpar. I like, would oh, agree. Oh, we found Rogue. Okay, well then, anything that really mattered in the stakes have just kind of gone away. I would agree with that. I, you know, like both both books show like teams breaking off. And I will say for the X Men, like I was way the the, the comic, X Men comic, I was way more interested in to see every new group when they came together. Where in yeah. Captain Marvel, I was a little bit like, okay, we're still okay, looking well, for someone split off now. Yeah, well, when has we're looking for blew, binary? blew herself up, not really blew herself up because she's immune to her own powers. But when she blew everybody up, but also said like everyone get in like a protective state and you all be fine, so none of this will matter. I and also I'm like, great. All right, feel I haven't read. Sp- any Spider Woman comics in a while, but I feel like Jessica Drew's voice is off. I know she seems a little too jokey She's and too jovial. Boring or something. too. Yeah, oh, like I she, actually, she used, I you liked, like her? I liked her. Yeah, oh. but she used. But to then be... again, I don't have a, another better reference point. Well, her her she's got a complicated history, but. I, she's, a, she's been a little bit more serious and more a little bit more secret agency. Yeah, like she's got a little like darkness to her. Uh, but uh, it might have seemed like, like too much with Psylocke also being pretty dark in this. Yeah, yeah. but even Psylocke was a little like mellow. Also, when the X Men were doing things, Jean's like, "I need some help from Psylocke, who's in the other comic this week going on." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, she is doing a lot." Yeah. <laughs> it, anything else on the Brood thus far? I want to see more body horror. Yeah, you do like body horror. I think it's cool. The it, like. I think that's a cool element that the X Men can bring in. I just think it's sexy. Neat. I just think so it's sexy. Neat. Let's bring it back. Uh, I do. I am very curious about the mystery of why you know Brew has lost control of the mm. Brood. I'm like, I think that is what's intriguing me into like into like the subsequent. Issues. I hope he's holding an egg and he's like, "Wait, this isn't it," and just someone else grabbed it from him. Oh, and, but it's like a Cadbury egg because Easter's coming up. Yeah, hard boiled. <laughs> Don't eat those after you do color them, guys. All right, let's take a little trip back to last week. Uh, Bishop War College number one came out uh, by Jay Holtham and uh, Sean Damien Hill. Bishop is training a bunch of newer mutants, and he's fighting the Fenris twins, uh, and then he gets transported to a world where you've got the... Uh, Original five. Yeah, but they are race-swapped. They're African-American. So um, I have some very mixed thoughts about this book. I want to like it, but I I feel like Bishop's voice is very off. I feel like season... uh, Season... uh, Issue two through whatever will be more interesting because of I like the concept of him going to a world in which uh, it's an African-American-led origin story. Yeah. But why they had to do some weird kid shit and he had to be in charge of the weird kid shit and also he's kind of like a screaming drill sergeant nonsense person yeah, yeah. it was just irrational like and boring very old like characterization that has like forgotten like what he's yeah, gone it's like through like a 1996 characterization correct not yeah three. yeah it's, yeah it, it feels off it definitely does i'm more excited to know what his storyline is and even the kids' voices. It, the only shout out that I sort of liked is like Serge being like, uh, "I've done this before." Like, yeah, do you exactly. know that? I had Which, a bus that blew up. You I motherfucker. Like, but I'm their storyline is not captivating at all. And also, you pick like there's like a, it's a whole fucking island. And there's like five of you. What the fuck are you? Yeah, doing? <laughs> yeah. We're trying to. We're starting a war college. Let's bring these Surge, random fucking armor, people and then these three nobodies from Marauders. Yeah. Uh, I okay. So here's the deal. Like, I don't know 
if this was a, a bug or a feature of what's happening in the Krakoa books of like training like the next generation of mutants. You did that a bit in New Mutants, specifically during Vita's run. Yeah. And now you've got Still it in there. War College. Um, and so it's like there's no rhyme or reason how they're doing this. I would enjoy it more if like it's just that they haven't quite figured this out. And they explain that in story, in continuity, if you get what I'm saying. What do like, you mean? Meaning, they haven't figured out what to do with the youth? Yeah, the youths. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like they don't know how to like actually figure out like how to train them. And like, because like... Professor X is really good at it. Emma Frost is really good at it. Magneto, who's dead right now, was really kind of okay at it. Like, and because like they're too busy, Professor X and Emma specifically are too busy running Krakoa. They can't give time to being like headmaster, or headmistress, and so as a result, the people who are trained the next group of mutants don't have the ability or skill set to do it. And so it's the scattershot kind of thing. You see it happening all the time in organizations and government and companies where people who don't have the skill set and they try to do something and they kind of fuck it up. I would really like that as an in-story reason, but I, I'm pretty sure that's not the reason. You made it yeah. corporate in America. Um, uh, Danny Moonstar was right, though. Like, she should be She's the one. right. Uh-huh. She, she is. She should be the one doing this. She should be the spearhead for it. I, I love Bishop, Correct. but I think he could be utilized other, way, other My, places. Bishop... There's certain things he should be hands off on, not really just character wise, but in sorts of the actual world. The fact that he went around trying to murder a child for three years worth of comic dumb. Oh yeah, Hope. that was that's right. Blowing up Ooh. actual worlds and killing billions. That was of people. Demon Bear's fault. I know, but but just the saying, the fact that this character did that, and they talk about it a little bit in the they even show the, the visual yeah. of him doing it. Yeah. yeah, you should keep him away from children as a just literal. For people who are reading this comic, that I'm too, so they won't immediately be like, "Oh yeah, well, I remember when he killed a child." That would be a lot more interesting if he's like, "We or need to, to, we need to have people trained for war." I know that I'm always talking about war, guys, but uh, I remember when we, I went to one man war and murdered get, all those worlds. But if they said, "Listen, yeah, we would love for you to be like the headmaster of that institution, but you can't be the person who's actually interacting," and you put Danny Moonstar in place as like an so he's just doing admin work. I, he's yeah. just like he's just yeah. like doing could like you, time sheets. Could you make sure that all the contractors have their 1099s filled out? <laughs> oh, uh, great, get great. signatures, Perfect. please. Yeah, or take it from this angle, he could go in and go be like, I, "If anyone knows how to murder children, it's me." So you you guys should listen to me because I've done it I know firsthand. To, I know how to kill a kid, and therefore I know how to keep a kid alive. And I'm thinking about how to kill you all right now. Try to stop me. Yeah. Boom. That's teaching. That's teaching. Right? Please never teach a class ever again, Ryan Crawl. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, I did like the fact that like Fenris are the bad guys. I do think uh, they they are they're good villains, and it's good. We need more mutant villains. Like we don't have enough of them. I think in this mm-hmm. Krakoan era, fair. And they're fucking Nazis. They're not they're even Nazis. though even though they tried to redeem uh, Andreas uh, back during I the Thunderbolts. Miss I miss him though. Yeah. All right, baby. As uh, his character, no, he's not dead. I know. That I mean, <laughs> so we had like Zeno, and we had the Russian author, right? Yeah. We've had some storylines that they kind of fall by the wayside and then suddenly come back. Uh, Fenris is a weird pick for me to come back as any part of the story because I thought that they were just a weird addition when they showed up at the Hellfire Gala. This they, yeah. I know I know yeah. they're a big deal, yeah. but in the they're in the story of deal. Krakoa, they are nothing to me. They're I think they were just looking for some cannon fodder. That's a lot of yeah, and they're like they're There's like so I mean they're not these threads though, and they don't know what to do with all of them. So those, they're trying to those characters weren't weren't they trying to like take people's medicine for a while? Yeah. 
Give me that medicine. <laughs> they showed up in a weird number of comics <laughs> they, for some apparent reason. They started, they started one by one. <laughs> Give me your medicine, old lady. <laughs> all yeah. these people's pills. Yeah, yeah it's so g- I'm so glad they made it to Krakoa after going to all those retirement homes. Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're stuck. Well, you can just Nazis. go to that mental, mental institution. There's those little paper cups. Uh, and they just, yeah. just swiping them. Oh, no. They take the, like, the, the, day, the days of the week one. So it's like Monday through Sunday, you know, like those little boxes. And they're like, they hey, have. what's the blue one, though? They're yeah. just, oh, I don't want that. They're yeah. just two nurse rats. Nurse ratchets that just uh, like their, their, their famous catchphrase uh, when they were trying to move them away from the Nazi storyline. Uh, mm. We're here to take your Social Security and Medicaid. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. All right, let's move on. Marauders number eleven. Steve Orlando, uh, Eleonora Carlini. Uh, this is a gen- the Genosha issue, and we had a deep cut of a re- of a returning character. Clark, do you want to talk about that <gasps> deep cut? So uh, I've been thinking about him a lot lately. Johnny D is. It just some dude Johnny. that has some weird squid monster in his chest that he can like shove in DNA from anybody and pop out a small version of that person. So yeah. weird. Also, <laughs> I loved it, it. But it's also kind of a voodoo doll. Like, so if he like kills the the small thing, the real one dies. He showed up in. A, he was from the the one ninety eight, which happened right after. Yeah, House of House M. of e- House was of, it? Yeah, House of. And X, then he I'm was in this. He was like House of P, like right no, after no, or something. No. Right? After that was uh, the Civil War. Five issue oh, miniseries. That was garbage though. Where he was um finally captured and hasn't been seen since. The other deep cut character was Wicked, which was from Claremont's Excalibur when yeah. like it was uh it's Professor exact X. Same time period w- yeah. we, we get it, Steve. We get it. You know the X Men. <laughs> Are you just continually continuity fanboy? Oh, just, yourself I know I love pulling it. Pulling a deeper I love a deeper it. cut. I fucking it's so it's so like I can't help but love it like it's just like no, he's like bringing wickedly sh- good marauders. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is a deep cut. It's a character that uh, uh, Stan Lee dreamed about, and I found his dreams by consulting the Necron- I, Necronomicon. I mean, I have to give him props. I like him pulling all these like crazy characters out. It's so like, weird. Wicked, I love it. Don't you fucking wicked. Don't you remember when um. When Stanley's blood went missing, oh. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. it was Steve Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, it's literally oh a deep cut. Gosh. All right, but what did you guys think of the issue besides the deep cuts? So I, I liked it. Yeah, it was good. I liked the idea of Genosha being what Threshold would become. I'm I'm happy that it will explain away the there has been million billions of years ago there was an entire population that was based on humans, but not based on humans because there was no humans left. Right. Yet. The from Marauders before, the thing that kind of was uh, kind of itching at the back of my mind was where the fuck, when the fuck is the cube going to be put in the past? Mm-hmm. And I think that keeping track of all the timey-wimey stuff that needs to happen, yeah. it's very, very satisfying to me as a reader that that stuff is not just going to be forgotten and left by the wayside. S- some of the best issues of X-Men tours after the fights happen and where they get mm-hmm. some downtime and you Agreed. really get to spend time with the characters and have them really deal with what what just happened so i think this is that's a the great soap issue. opera exactly that's right. why we love this so that's much. that's why we love this so much and i will say uh brett and i interviewed steve for our creator crush uh plug for our creator crush um that came out earlier this year and he really talked about like one he's close to um uh who's the chef here jose like, andres Hans, jose andres i can't uh, remember yeah. anyone's NTC, name today yeah. uh and he's talking you know like they do a lot of like charitable works and he's talking about like look you do this not to save yourself or save your soul you do this to help people he's the right person for this book because this book is about it's a mutant rescue squad and they help mutants whether they're out space or way 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 back in the past or in the current time 
And I just, I don't know. It's just, it's like a feel good thing versus even though as much as I love Immortal X-Men, which is just a bunch of like little sniping cunts at all at one, one another. You know? I just love that these old, old mutants are there now and they're like, what the fuck yep. is going on? What's this iPhone? <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> we will, will we ever be free of brimstone love? He won't let it oh. go. You are going to enjoy Brimstone Love, yeah. whether doing, you like him or not. You will true. love comma Brimstone. He's doing another 2099 seri- miniseries for yeah, Spider-Man. He's just continuing yeah. to bring in 2099 stuff. Smart. He is a child of the 90s, and God bless. Uh, all right, we got one more comic. Uh, Wolverine number 30, Benjamin Percy, and Juan Jose Rip. Beautiful-looking book. Yes. Beast being a bastard. Wolverine trying to get his revenge. And... I I'm trying to figure out the timing of this and X Force, but I maybe I shouldn't worry about it so much. Um, I, what I I think the art is just so gorgeous, and so I I like as this series has gone along, Beast has got uh, he looks more menacing with every like mm-hmm. issue. So I I appreciate that nod to how this story is actually going along. Um, other than that, not a lot happened, but still He's just still like good shooting enough. People and murdering yeah. folks. You gotta just do it sometimes. <laughs> and poor little yeah. girls <laughs> rotting. Yeah, Maddie. Maddie yeah. Bannister. Anything else with that? Uh, no. A lot of books. Oh! As always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get a chance to quickly, <laughs> wickedly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, or experienced this week. and want to share with you our little old homos. So I mentioned um, the Reddit thread, Cast Iron. Uh huh. Oh god. Oh yeah. Give us an update, Fat please. Fat mommy twenty two <laughs> has he hit one hundred coats on his cast iron oh. pan, and boy, that thing is reflective. You can see and make out his phone clear, clear as day. And he decided to call it quits. So oh, he did. Yes, but it got. How like, are you It got like five thousand likes and like two hundred, <laughs> three hundred comments or something. What's it, what's his next thing gonna be? He doesn't know. He's just doing that for the lulls. Okay. He I love clout. that. This is Brent's armor wars, by the way. Yeah. I got a plug. Okay. Great. So uh, we mentioned that we have a review of Quantumania coming out. Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. She looks fabulous. I'll just say that. Great plug. One thousand. <laughs> but <laughs> Clark, pl- what do you got? Shut up. The plug I've got is for a graphic novel uh, from DC's Black Label called Catwoman: Lonely City. It is probably my favorite Catwoman storyline since Ed Brubaker wrote Selina Kyle twenty years ago. It's gorgeous. It's written and drawn by Cliff Chang, who uh, did Paper Girls with Brian K. Vaughn. So the art's beautiful. And it's like a Dark Knight Returns-esque story where it's a older Selina coming back from prison, dealing with uh, repercussions of a world without Bruce Wayne and, as Batman. Uh, I would love for James Gunn to read this graphic novel, maybe he already has, and recast Michelle Pfeiffer as Selina Kyle in Elseworlds-style mm. Catwoman movie. I want this Be honest, so badly. Because she was going to show up in Quantumania where you were feeling a certain way and you wanted to read some Catwoman content? Yes. I knew it. Yes. I fucking knew it. I love Catwoman. I just and I want more good Catwoman comics. And I that's want more really... plugs. Give me more plugs. I got I got one. Glade um so for our podcast listeners who like podcasts, um one that I've been listening to which is really dumb but just some good fun. Um it's called Breakfast Buffet. Um and basically it's a fake uh morning show. Uh and it's just so fucking funny. It's got Cola Scola and Jeffrey Self in it. And they this just play two over-the-top like morning show characters that say the most ridiculous things. It's usually uh, like 20 minutes, and it's just a quick nonsense that you can listen to if you just want a little pick-me-up for the day. Hmm. That sounds fun, actually. Yeah, it is. Clark? 
Close I will out. do one. Close it's our a whole movie up. from the 30s or 40s. I don't remember what the fuck it is anymore. It doesn't matter. No Call, spoilers, uh, though. It's Lucille Ball. It's called Framed, and it's a quasi-film noir where she is... Basically, it's about all these girls getting murdered through the want ads of like finding some girl to like be a picture... Uh, you know, just wanted some attractive girl to be an artist model or anything like that. But anyway, so the police get her to like go find out what the hell the deal is, and you have no idea for so long who the killer is because there are so many creeps basically trying to murder her but like in their own way instead of the person she's actually trying to do that's funny and it's so good bella lugosi's in it oh, oh no not bella lugosi excuse me um, boris karloff yeah boris karloff and he just plays a freak and he's only in the first f- like 25 minutes and you think he's the killer until like no immediately he's not but then he also tries to kill her are you and you're like what stuff, the? no it's the first 25 <laughs> it's, minutes i don't uh, care and it's i mean it's hilariously mm. fucked up can you watch on hbo max no, oh. this was Turner Classic Movies. Well, you, you have find to go to wherever. his house and use his VHS. Yeah. <laughs> you can probably find it on Prime or something. Yeah, you have to go. But anyways, to you should watch it. It's good and it's very weird and it's very well done for being a Lucille Ball movie. Yeah, she was a very talented woman. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like DC dating. All right, that's been our episode. Uh, rate us, review us, smash the subscribe button if that exists. On whatever platform you're smash listening. Smash it. Whatever platform you are. Smash the shit smash out of this. When you're playing Smash Bros., smash it. Be sure to check out our review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania coming out uh, Monday, the 20th of February. President's Day. <laughs> what, what month are we in? February. And uh, we're going to have some fun mutant madness stuff. It's going to be gay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fashionable. Yeah. Um, you can find that on Twitter at Homo Superior X. Uh, and you can find us on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. We're in the middle of our third season of bar sinister and we've got a bunch more cocktails that you'll never make or look at yeah uh that's that's it <laughs> bye, bye. bye. <laughs>